0: Big fluff. Charlene Hairless. Who? 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 Where you fucking owl? The lady you've been talking dirty to on telephone every day last week. Yeah, all right. You know what? You can't tie me to her. Yeah, well, who needs to? Because your ass is on a plane back to New Jersey, Jag-Off. Oh, man. I just... want want to get mixed up with that bitch? Because she got a great ass! And you got your head! all the way up it ferocious aren't i when i think of asses woman's ass something comes out of me
1: Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HobotrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HobotrashCan.com. This is Kevin Conroy,
0: the voice of Batman. And you're listening to Hobo Radio. And now, two guys with worse jokes than me. Joel Murphy and
2: Lars. <laughs> Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio, and with me, my good buddy and a good—I try to think of another thing because you said that before. I remember that you said, "Don't introduce you as my friend because that depersonalizes you." So, my good friend and wearer of glasses. <coughs>
1: Why is Perry (laughs) Wiggle? Oh, boy. I know. We got to work on this. We? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I am just tangentially involved in this whole process. (laughs) (laughs) My good
2: friend, plaid shirt wearer. (laughs) (laughs) Some white guy. Guy who vaguely looks like Edge. I always think that. He came back. I don't know if you saw at the Royal Rumble. but
1: I didn't. You say Edge? Edge. Yeah, he came back. I don't. First of all, that's exciting news. Secondly, I don't look like fucking Edge. I mean, vaguely. I have at least 15 (laughs) fewer teeth than Edge has. (laughs)
2: That's true. I think I've told you before, Edge, when he retired, he retired to Asheville, North Carolina, which is where my grandmother lives. And Mm -hmm. I have forever hoped that they know each other and don't know it. Because my grandmother would never know. (laughs) <laughs> but I always dream that he like helps her like carry her groceries to the car or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely he could. That man can change a light bulb. I can tell you.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I hope someday to learn like you know that all these years they had a secret
1: friendship. I thought I was really hoping he had he would come back with a new per- persona, Edge Lord. That um, yeah, he should. I'm now the Edge
2: Lord. He should right. I mean, they do King of the Ring. It's right there. Like they really could. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Lord Edge just becomes Edge Lord. That's pretty good. Okay. (laughs) You can have that WWE if you
1: want it. So I was in um, um, my I don't know if I've ever mentioned her on this show before, um, but my um, my lady friend and I. Ooh. We're in, um, oh, sorry, I'll wait for the clickety-clackety Yeah. Yeah, sorry, the, <laughs> my, my
2: adorable pug is bringing her toy to me right now
1: during the show. That's a pug? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a seal. <laughs> <laughs> the, the beached seal that, that lives in this apartment. It was just a sinus with wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, I um, thought it was an we, old man with asthma. <laughs> we were, my, my lady friend and I were in a restaurant in Brooklyn last weekend. Um, and she, she and I were looking, um, at Instagram on wrestling fails because they're all wrestling fails is great. Yeah. There's, it is great. Yeah. They fucked up. They fucked up.
2: I still, I mean, like, yeah, I I don't know. This is not a wrestling podcast. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sorry, Andy, but also congrats, Andy, on winning the Royal Rumble. I don't know if you saw, but Drew McIntyre <laughs> won the
1: Rumble this year. So Hey. Very oh, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A name, a name I never heard before. Yeah. And now I've heard fifteen times in the past three days. <laughs> I don't know how you've never heard it. He's been a guest on this show. <laughs> uh, but uh
2: yeah, this is not a wrestling podcast. But, but no, like wrestling, yeah, I mean, that's what's great about it. That's what I've always loved. I think people hate it for the wrong reasons like it's live theater that often goes bad and they just leave that stuff in it's amazing they leave it in
1: and you know what's funny because i would i don't think i've met anyone who hates wrestling people either love it or they're indifferent
2: yeah but the people Um, who are indifferent didn't have a very like weird view of wrestling like a very like snobby because the thing i get a lot is people going like i didn't think you'd be into wrestling like they really do think that like wrestling fans are all like cletus from the simpsons
1: (laughs) and i don't get that because you actually you have to be smart in order to really be a huge fan of wrestling like you you, and otherwise i mean i don't know i've only ever met smart wrestling fans and it's even from from like people like to be fair you people like you who is you're not a stereotypical wrestling fan you're not one of the people they show in the crowd too often so i think it's fair for people to be a little surprised
2: sure i mean i'm not i I get that people are surprised like because they don't assume it about me but it's just like when i tell it to you like to be like like that that shattered your perception of me like it's not (laughs) so shocking
1: Yeah, yeah yeah and um and also you know i've worked with some guys who are some some you know some roughnecks and they um, they don't seem by their probably by their own volition they will they will tell you that they're not complicated people, <laughs> <laughs> um, and even then they you get someone like that talking about wrestling and all of a sudden it's like holy shit you. You have a lot of interesting insight on this little soap opera.
2: Yeah. Well, what I love about wrestling and I think, again, the thing that people misunderstand about the whole um, idea of it, like, well, it's fake is like so everyone knows that. Like, I don't think there's anyone who watches wrestling unless they're like five (laughs) who Mm. like isn't aware that this is not a legitimate athletic competition that, you know, the matches are predetermined. Uh, there's a script that they're following. But I think what wrestling has done amazingly and what continues to happen. And I think it really, you could see it during the wrestling boom in the nineties and sort of with the rise of the internet, like they started, they actually call them smart fans, like the people who would go online and like, you know, Mm -hmm. who read all the behind the scenes information and they learn all this stuff. And I think what's amazing about wrestling and what's so fun is like when you can trick those people and I'm including myself in that group, but like, the people who think that they know how everything works, the times that you can do a storyline that sort of plays on because like, so wrestling it's, everyone knows it's planned, but like, The moments when no one's really sure if it was real, like when you can get someone to go like, okay, wrestling, you know, it's predetermined, but that I'm pretty sure that that was real, (laughs) you know, like when you have those, those moments are amazing. And that is, that does speak to the whole live theater aspect of it. And that does speak to the fact that they leave in the mistakes that like, they still are able to create this mystique where you're never entirely sure what's real and i've thought about this before this is going to sound like i was high but i really wasn't this is just, i just have too much time but like i love to think about there's the reality of like so in recent years the wwe as they've like built their brand they've gotten into like they do reality shows so they do like total uh it started as total divas which makes Mm -hmm. sense. And then they did a spinoff of that called Total Bellas, which makes less sense as a name, but it's a spinoff of Total Divas. But it's the Bella Twins. They follow them. But so I was just thinking about that of like, so you have like on screen, like WWE, like Monday Night Raw or like SmackDown, like that reality where you watch that show and it's like, it's presented to you as if this thing is real, but we all know that it's planned. But like, so say... Daniel Bryan is on there, and he's someone who is married to one of the Bellas, and so like he's also on Total Bellas. There's a, like we all know reality TV is fake, so there's a reality of Monday Night Raw, which is not real, (laughs) and then there's like a reality of Total Bellas, which is also not real, but in a different way, (laughs) and so then you filter something, like when something in real life happens, like Daniel Bryan was dealing with an injury and he wasn't able to wrestle and he was going to doctors both of those things both of those shows acknowledge that reality which is reality he was injured and he can't wrestle but then you get that through Monday Night Raw or Smackdown which is like a storyline there and then you also get that through Total Bellas which is simultaneously presenting itself as more real because it's reality TV but also probably more scripted (laughs) like it's just that like The many shifting realities of wrestling fascinate me.
1: Huh. I followed most of that.
2: Okay. Like I said, I'm not high.
1: I just want that clear. (laughs) But also, do you want to order a pizza? (laughs) you've gone to the West Coast, you found designer drugs. (laughs) And now you're shifting between realities. So what's real, man? (laughs) What was real was we were in this... This restaurant in brooklyn oh yes, sorry yep i didn't we and, didn't finish that story <laughs> watching wrestling fails mm-hmm. and an old clip came up of um of billy gunn like from the early 90s mm-hmm. mid 90s early 90s
2: excuse me and
1: badass billy gunn please give uh-huh. him full attribution he <laughs> and earned here, it and here's the here's the thing is i said i told her because um, she does she's never really followed wrestling i said Okay, let me let me take you down a little Billy Gun path right here, because mm-hmm. you're not gonna believe where where it ends up. <laughs> uh, he he had a persona. Um, I'm not gonna give you the whole history of like a D Generation X or anything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. new yeah uh, New Age Outlaws his,
2: like yeah. his
1: um. His persona became the ass man. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said, he started <laughs> as... She's like She didn't believe me. And she's like, what's the gimmick? I said, well, he's an ass man. <laughs> did you play her the song? Because if she I, had it... Here's the thing. When I played... <laughs> I played her the song. I pulled the song up and I put it to her ear and hit play. And she all but got up and walked out of that place. Because <laughs> like, the, are you
2: fucking serious? Yeah. For those of you who are unclear, uh, any questions you have about uh, Billy Gunn or his uh, affinity for asses is cleared up. Like, what does the ass man mean? You know, what does it mean to be an ass man? Well, yeah. here, I mean, hold on. Uh-huh. I thought I had it. And then this is, a, this shows a technical disaster. Um, why I thought,
1: okay. technically a disaster. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. Yeah. That's always a disaster. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. Maybe that's our thing. Like maybe that's what Just, consider- I said. I guess I had never really considered it before because she said, what do you mean? An ass man? I said, well, he's an ass man. He goes around being the ass man. That's yeah. his
2: deal. Yeah. Okay. Here. Is so, there any questions? will uh-huh. be
0: yeah, I'm, nice man. Yeah.
1: There it is. I'm an ass man but
2: so you're like well that's still not clear but hold on he's gonna get into more de- I mean, yeah, I'm an ass man. Because he's an ass man, the, all of the many facets of asses and all of the things that can be done
1: to or around an ass, you know he what? has Name, an affinity start, for. Start naming things you can do with an ass, and I'll tell you whether or not I like it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. Yeah. yep. 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 Mm -hmm. Do this all night, baby. Whatever there is to do with an ass, I'm doing it with the ass. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Okay.
2: Checklist. So if you can, if you can cross these off. All right. I'm going to read them off. These are the official lyrics that you just heard. Okay. I love to love them. I think Mm. that goes without saying. a little redundant but it's poetry. Yeah. But so. yeah, he loves to love asses. He doesn't just Yeah, yeah. But see that's the thing. So okay, let's you know, you said it's redundant, but I I'm going to push back. You know, I have a okay. bachelor's sure. in English. So I, I sure. want to this is poetry. Oh, boom. Look, man, this is poetry and we're here we're here to analyze the deeper meaning. Did you
1: just shove your English degree in my face.
2: Yeah, which is one of the things that the ass man loves is when you shove it in your face.
1: <laughs> it's also one of the only things you can do with an English degree. It
2: is it, hey, I never get to use it. So okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So he loves to love them. So you know that feeling when you fall in love. You mentioned you were with your lady friend. You know how that feels. That uh-huh. that yep. that that feeling. <laughs> he. It's not just that he loves asses. Mm-hmm. He loves how he feels when he's okay. in love with an ass. So,
1: okay. So like for instance, for you, you and your your wife Molly it isn't just that you love her you actually love being in love with her
2: yeah you know you're in a like you that feeling stays with you Uh beyond just the love you like how it makes you feel to be in love you don't don't just love it in the physical or literal you love it in the abstract yeah so that's what he's saying he doesn't just love asses that's a lot
1: of love for an ass yeah
2: okay but here's the thing it's complicated it's it's not a a a simple relationship there's there's a lot of facets because the next line so you're thinking love to love them that's so sweet he's he's a true ass man but the next one is i love to kick him
1: man that's come, yeah quick shift
2: quick shift yeah, yeah so loves to love them but also loves to kick them. he loves to shove them. oh you know what who doesn't yeah yeah love to shove an ass okay this one i mean i apologize to any children listening to this <laughs> you know our our young uh the the hobo radio tots uh Uh that we sponsor (laughs) i apologize hobies the hobies the little hobies you know all the little (laughs) hobies out there uh but uh the next one is uh i love to stick them and i think we all know i don't think he's giving them uh large
1: needle shots that's just that's just another way to love Mm -hmm. that that is i mean it could be also you're right it could also be an inoculation either way yeah, yeah yeah um let me think- go back to shove, because I'm okay. afraid, and please push back on this, no pun intended, but please push back on this if I'm out of line again. Okay. But <laughs> I'm afraid that he, the only reason he says that he likes to shove him is because shove lo- rhymes with love. Mm-hmm. And I, I would i would hate to insinuate that he's being insincere. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying you got to rhyme love with shove at this point in the, the music structure. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What, what did he have other options? I mean, I love to glove him. Is that's that's not. I don't.
2: <laughs> first of all, I don't think he does. No, I don't think. I hope. I mean, you know what? It's 2020. If you love to glove an ass, I'm not here to tell you you're wrong.
1: <laughs> I just don't think he does.
2: But uh, yeah, we we have no evidence because he would have done it. Um, but yeah, you know I, what?
1: You, you know, you know what? I'm just gonna take. I'm gonna take it as red. I'm going to imagine he's sincere because I'll probably believe the rest of everything. Why should I pick that one out to say that he's not being completely truthful with his feelings about doing this particular thing to an ass? You know, I defended it, but maybe he doesn't love to love
2: him. Maybe he really loves to shove him because he goes to kick pretty quickly. So (laughs) maybe he's trying to win our sympathy as, as the listener and then he's getting to the real stuff pretty quickly. Okay.
1: Well, I believe if I ch- let me check my bookmark here, where where we left off last mm-hmm. time in our story time mm-hmm. was um he likes to stick them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Does uh, they carry on from there? Yeah. Uh, oh no, there's there's four more. That's just oh, one of the, you know, ABAB. So he really loves ass. No, he's really exploring it. Uh so then loves to flaunt them. Which is interesting because flaunt um, you know, apostrophe E M. So it's yeah, not just yeah. he has his own ass. Which he obviously, he's the ass man. So obviously he loved. it was also printed on the back of his uh, tights, his little like wrestling shorts. It was said uh-huh. the ass man. So like he literally would flaunt his ass by showing you that he was the ass man. That was part of the, obviously, I mean, if you don't know, like just assume, do, do you think he did a little dance that kind of wiggled his ass when he got into the ring? Of course he did. He's the of ass man.
1: I know am here. <laughs> here. Only because, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. English Degree, <laughs> um, but for, in my personal use of the word flaunt is you can only flaunt something that belongs to you. Like, mm-hmm. it, you don't really, like, it, it's your property. Like, if you mm-hmm. flaunt something, it is yours. You don't really flaunt someone else's ass. You might yeah. show it off, point it out, be proud of it. Um Uh, You know, proverbially rub someone's face in it, (laughs) proverbially or literally. Um, But you don't you only do that to you only flaunt something that is actually belonging to you. So what if what if his um, what if his his he he knows his ass, his personal ass is gender fluid? Oh. And so he didn't assign a gender to his ass. My ass is whatever the hell it wants to be, man. Oh, so oh. It's not, he's using gender it's not, neutral p- pronouns. Almost, for... When I point, when I point to my bottom, when I when I put my big bicep around my my haunches to point <laughs> at my ass, mm-hmm. I refer to my ass as them because it's not Ooh. it's not he has something to say or she has something to say. It's they have something to say to you. And then he'll fart or something. It'll be really hilarious, but you know what I mean. But then, okay, so I, I see where you're
2: headed. But then again, you know, if I'm gonna be an English major about this, Uh um, do we not then have to reanalyze all the previous lines to figure out if he's talking about his own ass?
1: Oh man! Because you can do yeah you can do all those stuff to your all that stuff to your own ass okay because you you're objectifying anything except for his own non-binary ass
2: okay so let's start from the top let's see if this okay. works under this interpretation that it's okay. his own ass love to uh-huh. love him of course sure and honestly that's kind of interesting because so it's his own ass so it's harder to see your own ass so maybe it's sort of like a thing where every time he sees his own ass he falls in love with it again
1: all over again yeah it's oh, like I the first time i love with my ass over and over it's
2: like the first time Uh love to kick him i mean he's a wrestler so he's yeah. his part of being a wrestler is getting your own ass kicked for sure
1: yeah and you can definitely kick your own ass
2: uh love to shove him. maybe that's just a fun you could do that to your own ass you too. can yeah you can you
1: shove that thing into yeah.
2: anything Love to stick them I mean Well who doesn't <laughs> It's healthy You know i say it again yeah. Who doesn't Okay so we did flaunt them Now we have three uh-huh. more Okay Watch them You know maybe that's like When the ass man You know uh, After he's on Monday Night Raw Maybe he goes mm-hmm. home Watches his TiVo <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> To review oh, look. Hey there it is There, there, there is. they are I'm sorry There okay. they are There they are Okay Oh uh, <laughs> The next one Sorry, I forgot these lyrics. Oh, uh, love to pick them.
1: Well, yeah. Is there anything more satisfying than getting something out of there? Yeah. <laughs> also, Yeah. Walking this... down the street in your skinny jeans and then all of a sudden you got the urge. Oh, I got to go around this corner real quick.
2: Get By the way, sorry. Th- this also, this rhyme scheme is fascinating. Okay, so mm-hmm. the last one, we're going to cover the last one real quick. I'm going to kick them. So sort of a okay. restatement of the first line. He loves to kick him, but also he's gonna kick him.
1: Just so you know, but, I love to do it. Okay, and I'm
2: gonna do it. But here, let's look at this. So, love, kick, shove, stick. So that's A B A B. But then it's flaunt, watch, which don't rhyme with anything, and then pick, kick. So it's like so. It's actually A B A B C D A A. That's an interesting... So, but to your it's point...
1: It's it is, This is a rhyme scheme that the bard himself would be envious of yeah, creating. Yeah. <laughs> and who can ever forget the bard's
2: immortal uh, lines from Hamlet, Oh, that this too-too-sullied ass would
1: melt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or from uh, Much Ado About Nothing... You are an ass. That's
2: true. That is true.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or the the entire character in Midsummer Night's Dream called Bottom that turns into an ass. Shakespeare, I think... Was an ass man? He was the golden age ass man.
2: Yeah. I mean, and you can just imagine, had Billy Gunn been around in that time, the iambic pentameter that would (laughs) have... Like...
1: Thus are an ass man.
2: <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, but so to your point though, because you so you pushed back at shove him, but if anything, it's made clear uh, the ass man is not bound by rhyme scheme.
1: He's no, indeed, no. Yeah. I stand. I stand corrected. So we have to assume that these are all the things that he loves. Yep, to do with asses, and it was. And sorry, like, bo- was it before this or after this? We said this wasn't a wrestling podcast, by the way. Oh, was yeah. it before this? This is. Or I after? I would argue this is an English,
2: you know, major podcast. <laughs> this Jesus is. Christ. Take this in. If you're in like a freshman English class and you you're really trying to understand how how one analyzes poetry, this is a
1: master class. This is emphasis um, on the ass. But was <laughs> it class? Was it um. Before this or after this, where he was simply Mr. Ass. I think it was... Before, right? Well, it was was all around the same time. Yeah. I mean, which came first,
2: the Mr. Ass or the theme song? It's Uh, hard to say. It
1: doesn't matter very much.
2: Because I know for sure he was badass, Billy Gunn. Like, that was the start of it. And, and he, he was, was wearing, like, a cowboy hat and duster. Well, because so he was part, of, that's where the gun part, he was in a tag right. team that was called the Smoking Guns. The Smoking Guns, that's what uh, it was. I kept yeah, wanting to say yeah. the Gun
1: Brothers for some reason. No,
2: smoking it was the guns. Smoking Guns, uh, and I believe it was Bart was the other uh, smoking yeah, yeah, gun. Yeah. Uh, and they were managed by Sonny for, for a
1: time. Oh, okay, I remember.
2: But so. uh, they broke up, and and Bart went on to do whatever it was that he did. <laughs> After uh-huh. that, He uh, definitely wasn't become the ass man. No, but the, yeah. So then he was still badass Billy Gunn, which was a, a sort of. But yeah, he evolved and he realized I'm not a cowboy anymore. But what I am is an ass man. I'm still an ass
1: man, and uh, I've always been one. And that's the part of me I want to let shine now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can imagine Bart trying to get his way back in there. I could, I could be the boob man, <laughs> or Mister Boob. We can still make this work, is what I'm saying, Billy. <laughs> We could be TNA. <laughs> oh god damn it.
2: Uh but there's I'm sorry that was just the chorus. We didn't, we haven't really talked about the lyrics as they were. Oh it starts with the chorus that you know the Beatles did that. Yeah, well, I mean they were very I'm sure influenced by the yeah, by probably. by the bard first. <laughs> um but yeah, so then it goes into uh well first it repeats I'm an ass man four times. <laughs> uh but then so many
1: asses so little time only a t- Wait, is that is that was that is all of this spoken word or is this also sung cuz i don't sung. remember it's sung okay yeah okay. yeah I've, i'm do you were you trying to get me to to break into no uh, no but is it like so little asses or so many asses So So, little time. Pretty much. So just that that basic sort of melody.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's a very simple, but they did Uh have someone else sing it. This wasn't like when Shawn Michaels was a sexy boy and for two decades of his career, we got treated to a variety of versions (laughs) of that character always coming out to him badly singing his own (laughs) theme about what a boy toy he is not. But he is a sexy boy. You know he's sexy. Yeah. That's another show, though. Look, we can only break down one classic wrestling theme song per show. We only have an hour per (laughs) per show. What are we supposed to do? Okay, so... So many asses, so little time. Only a tight one can stop me on the dime. I'm a lover of every kind. This is really my favorite line, I think, in the whole thing. The best surprises always sneak up from behind. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then it goes back into... I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Yes, I'm an ass man. I'm an ass man. Uh, And then we get...
1: I'm isolating that and playing it at your funeral. Please do. That's the only Mm. tribute that I want. I'm an ass man. Yes, I'm an ass man.
2: (laughs) Um, Buns of glory. Buns of steel.
1: Oh my God! This How is, is it still a... happening.
2: It wasn't okay. even that long of a walk through the ring. <laughs> Zero chance they got to this part of the song oh, ever oh in God. his entrance, but they wrote it for sure because you know they yeah. were professional. On the album, yeah, it's professional. Which I owned for sure. That's why well, I thought I did. still had it in in my Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very sad to discover that I didn't. Um, but this is the most interesting line because I feel like we we were able to get by digging deeper. Okay, so so far. Please recap for the listener what we've learned about Mr. Ass.
1: Oh, sure. <clears throat> Mr. Ass is a man who likes ass. Mm-hmm. Um, he, We've pretty much decided that it's he likes his... It, the first verse is professing <laughs> the his many love things. for his own ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how he likes to love his own ass. Mm-hmm. And then he broke down in the second verse kind of... Um, Kind of just like a, uh, it, it was a cacophony of feelings he has about asses overall. Yeah. Just like the concept of asses, everyone's ass, but also nobody's ass. Kind of like a, the universe's ass.
2: What if I told you that all of this was to mask a deeper pain? Oh, in, no. Inside the ass man.
1: He's really taking us on a journey here.
2: <laughs> that we're about to discover in this line. So we got buns of, st- buns of glory, buns of steel. huh yeah. You know, that's self-explanatory.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. Again, uh, this is... He's kind yeah. of connecting this last verse to, yeah. to the one before it. Yeah. Sort of like, this is what I'm still talking about. I'm still oh, yeah, talking yeah. about asses, but general the asses. Yeah. Okay, but he, he,
2: listen to this. Nah. Your lies won't give away the truth of how I feel. The ass man's been hurt.
1: That makes... zero fucking sense no i think it makes complete sense i think billy gunn had some shit written down in a composition book from high school and he thought well i'm putting that line in there. i'm finally using this line well how about this again sorry
2: i apologize you know i went to virginia commonwealth university Uh, fuck me i have a lot of student loan debt still uh-huh. Uh, that I may never pay off. Yeah, uh, like, put up, put them to work, Murphy. Put yeah, those, so,
1: those loan dollars to work. Look, either Bernie
2: or Warren, twenty twenty is all I'm saying because these these <laughs> loans are these loans aren't going away without one of them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, I believe it is my assertion that all of this is, is sort of peacocking on the part of the ass man <laughs> to distract you from right. the deep pain that he has from this relationship that he has been in um, with a partner. We don't, I'm not here to speculate about who that partner is. The, the, the text does not make that clear, but someone that the ass man loved someone with an ass, presumably lied to him. And what he is struggling with as an ass man is the fact that, while it, and see, this harkens back to the opening line. Where did we start? Okay. Mm-hmm. We started with, I love to love him. And that was the line that you you were skeptical of. But I would say that when he says, your lies don't give away the truth of how I feel, even though he's been hurt, he still loves this ass. And he loves the love that he felt when he saw that ass and no amount of pain can distract him
1: from that i was really just talking about the sentence structure it doesn't make any sense it's like you're you're dividing by zero in the sentence structure like it just it doesn't your lies won't give away the truth like it doesn't have to be literal because i know it. like this is art and art can be whatever it wants. But if we're going to interpret this okay. the way we think that Billy Gunn wanted us to decipher this <laughs> romantic riddle, mm-hmm. his his ode to asses uh, and the men who love them, and, and to the man who loves them more than any other. What um, your lies won't give away the truth. The fuck is that?
2: Because the partner might be lying. Mm -hmm. But the ass man is in a place of honesty, maybe Mm. for the first time. Maybe the ass man has never felt like he could be an ass man. Maybe that was the transition. Maybe becoming Mr. Ass was about becoming the ass man that was inside him all along.
1: You know what? Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, yeah. what he's try, maybe what he's trying <laughs> to say was your lies won't give away, like, literally give away. You yeah. can't give away my truth to anyone because it's mine. It's the mm-hmm. same as um, the the fish live in the sea. Your mm-hmm. lies can't change that because it's there. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it, including you. So you're lying to everyone, to me and yourself, For no reason, because there they are. Yeah. And to say, that's the love. I feel love for ass the way that there are fish in the sea. Yeah. It just is and always will be. Yeah. And no matter what...
2: You know, I love the asses. I love everything involved with the asses to to love an ass is to love the person attached to it, and that's to open yourself up to pain. I think that's clear that
1: that's what this song is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know I don't know about using the words "open up yourself to pain" when talking about this particular subject, but, I know what you mean. Have open discussions with your partner and there shouldn't be pain. Again, we're using open. We're still saying open for some reason. But have,
2: you know, discussions. Make sure that there's a a dialogue. Everyone's comfortable. Crack your way in there. (laughs) Okay. But I I think that we reached the point where this is the ass man at his most vulnerable. And what I think is interesting oh, Hold on. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Is this song still going? Oh yeah, there's there's a couple more lines. Pardon me. <laughs> but uh <laughs> we are about to bring it home. Uh Jesus. Because Christ. it's interesting so we he, this is clearly rock bottom. Uh uh-huh. which is the that's a different wrestler. I don't mean to confuse you. Uh mm-hmm. but uh uh he loved pie. That was a whole that's a different discussion for another day. <laughs>
1: he loved pie. He his his asses were were candied. Yeah. yeah, yeah. candied. He preferred mm-hmm. them to be a candied. Mhm. Yeah.
2: Well, he, you know what, though? Now that I'm thinking about it, he really did love to shove things up people's asses. That was a big After part of After you that some bitch sideways. They, they had to be sideways, but then mm-hmm. stick them straight up. Uh, yeah. Personal I, preference. That's fine. hmm Okay, but here we go. You walk behind me, I mm-hmm. feel the heat. Oh, goodness. That's why the girls don't walk behind me down the street. Because I'm an ass man. And then we repeat uh, the lines about him and an ass man. Then we restate the opening about all the various things that you he want loves to restate do.
1: that mission statement for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, this is just good writing. Anyone who's given a presentation knows you do the opening, mm-hmm. you tell them. You, what mm-hmm. they're going to hear, then you restate mm-hmm. it, and then, you know, you state what you promised that you would say, and then at the very end, you exactly. restate but it all to make sure they retain the information.
1: Thesis and conclusion at the end, mm-hmm. always. No, that's, that's just, just the way shit works around
2: here. Uh, forgive me. You this. should know that. You went yeah. to
1: Virginia Commonwealth University, I think.
2: Uh, forgive <laughs> forgive me for this uh, choice of words, but this is just tight writing. Good Lord. Okay. So, <clears throat> I think we got to the, the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not this is not how i thought we'd spend uh 30 minutes of this
1: show <laughs> this would none of this was planned Who <laughs> it knew really we had so much to say well yeah. we didn't know that we were going to examine such a profound piece of art uh yeah i mean <laughs> yeah sometimes you just stumble upon it you just stumble if you wouldn't mind reading for me those last couple of lines because oh, you i think the... i may have just heard one or two Okay. Which ones? The, you um, the when I
2: something about walking down the street. Okay, so we got yeah. again to the lowest point of uh, your lies won't give away the truth of how I feel. Sure, uh, but then again, we we pivot back to sort of this peacocking, this uh, this bravado. You know, mm-hmm. the the sort of like outer, more uh, audacious part of being the ass man. That's the less oh, reflective. Goodness. But he's now he's back to sort of bragging. He says, "You walk behind me." I
1: feel the heat, which I assume yeah. means in his ass, right? He has a very sensitive ass. We've yeah. all re- He's been talking about it for three verses now. Yeah. It's a sensitive ass.
2: And then he said... But this is what's interesting. So he's saying if someone were to walk behind him, uh, mm-hmm. he feels the heat in his ass. Yeah, yeah sure, um, sure, sure,
0: sure.
2: And then... Um, but then the next line is, that's why the girls don't walk behind me down the street. So. Wait, so- Said, I'm a little confused by this part because so he's saying rhyme street with street. He definitely wrote Well no, he wrote it was heat. You oh, walk okay. behind me, I feel the heat. So it's heat oh, and street. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. But yeah, he's saying so when you walk behind him, he can feel the heat in his ass. Uh but then he says that's why girls don't walk behind me down the street. So they don't walk behind him because
1: he can feel the heat in his ass. Maybe they because all the ladies know if you get it that ass too hot. Yeah! Oh yeah. boy! Oh yeah. boy! Let's just say you don't want to get that ass too hot. Well, presumably,
2: then, if you get that ass hot, and then you, uh, you know, you're you're intentionally sort of like war- revving up the old ass man. Uh,
1: and that's the thing. That's the, you know what I mean. You got you're getting that that ass in the red. Yeah. You yeah, don't yeah.
2: want to get that ass in the red. I mean, famously, uh, you know, Vincent uh, Vega warned us of that in Pulp Fiction. It,
1: he he did he did yeah do a yeah. race car yeah <laughs> um but yeah, then yeah you, so, just, you just don't want to mess with that's the thing it's it's either going to um repel you or envelop you according yeah. to how you feel about it the point is something's going to happen and you have to be Whoa. ready for it if you're not ready for it don't walk behind him well i can tell you what'll happen so you get right. that ass in the red <laughs> here's what's going to happen
2: one of these uh eight things is going to happen okay oh, boy. <laughs> okay He's either going to love it, right? <laughs> or kick it, or shove it, or stick it, or flaunt it, or watch it, or pick it, or kick it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you're just on your way down the street to just like the, you know, the, the en bon Pont, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, to get some, some light lunch fare with a friend of yours. <laughs> Um, you're not trying to have those things happen. So don't walk behind him. Yeah, no, he's just saying, you, you know, the deal. I'm the
2: ass man. Yeah. It's all been laid out there. I mean, I think the ass man has had some therapy and he's just really, he wants to make it clear. Look, I am, I've learned this truth about myself. Uh I've Uh got to live it.
1: I'm putting my truth out there for other people to deal with. Just, this is my truth. Take it or leave it. I'm not just what you want from me.
2: I'm not just a badass. I'm not just one half of the smoking guns. I am the ass man.
1: I am the ass man.
2: Yeah. This is all just Merry Christmas to whoever has the time and energy to isolate any of this uh, to play at both of our funerals. Uh, uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, he's he's the ass man. And uh, yeah. Also, interesting. Let's think about that because you you put in on something too. It's very specific. Girls don't walk behind him down the street. But, you know, maybe his, his partners, they walk behind him in the bedroom. Or they walk behind him,
1: you know, in in, in the... <laughs> yeah, it's just strange ladies. Because, first of all, yeah, we have to assume that everyone, everyone within a 10-block radius knows he's the ass man. Like, I mean, you see him and you say, well, there's the ass man. Well, right? first of all, it's printed clearly on his ass. It's on his ass. He's given yeah. everyone fair warning. Yeah, yeah I'm and the so, ass man. <laughs> so, like you yeah. know what i'm about if you're yeah. not if you're not trying to start anything that you're you don't want to finish in one way or another yeah don't walk behind me it's yeah. dangerous i Look, can't control this thing you've i'm got, the ass
2: man you've got one of eight uh choices when this ass gets in the red two of them are the same <laughs> choice full disclosure but so uh-huh. so really one in seven uh I guess, uh-huh. but like you can choose which of those things you, are. I love all of these things, but like <laughs> one of these seven things is going to happen when you get the ass man in the red.
1: You just gotta, you just get, I just need some space is what I'm saying. Yeah. I almost don't it say it isn't like if I'm at one corner, mm-hmm. you can't be behind me down the block on the other corner. It's yeah. just don't get too close to my ass. You yeah, don't walk you behind me. Don't yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can literally be behind me, but not too close. Yeah, I yeah. Need a, I need, some, I need a, a little bit bigger of a bubble than other people. Yeah. It, honestly,
2: it would have been a little wordier, but instead of in the ass, man, if maybe there was like a disclaimer that was like, if you can read this, you're too close to the ass. You know, like, yeah, yeah like that's what the. I, real...
1: You always want to heed that warning. Also, let's point out the fact that this was the music that was played for this man as he walked down to the ring to wrestle someone. <laughs> yeah and they don't they don't they don't have an age limit to going to that shows i've seen small children in that audience <laughs> atop a um a very excited dad's shoulders and they're just playing they've done worse they've well luckily worse. though i mean it's a straight shot though
2: so it's clear you can't walk too close behind the ass man but he's just walking down that ramp uh there's you know there's no one between him and the ring it's really his opponent that has to get close to the ass of the ass man in order to wrestle I mean, him. we say
1: that we, we. I mean, we're talking about how it would be, um, it would be a problem of ratings that they play this song. But a lot of the times, when he got to that ring, him himself or himself and several other people would tell people to suck it, and they would, mm-hmm. and they would put their hands to their their pelvis and undulate with their hips and tell people to suck it. So by that point, yeah, they who meant cares their, about the song that says ass. They meant their phalluses Like that was clear. <laughs> that that much was clear. That much Even was to clear. An ignoramus <laughs> like yeah. me without a college degree. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But what was very confusing too again we you know what? I'm I'm very torn between moving on and just giving up and committing this entire show to this discussion. <laughs> but 20 uh, minutes, baby.
1: I got 21 minutes, baby. But uh <laughs>
2: Uh, I, there was a point when, when Billy Gunn and Road Dogg would were part of DX, uh, where they would uh, like, they would say, "Suck it," and then they would say, "And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you: suck it." So it was like, it was very redundant. Where they would say, they- "Suck it," and then they would say, "If you ain't down with that, what? suck it." What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's very confusing. <laughs> that is confusing. Yeah. Well, I'm not down with that, sir. So I guess I'll do the second thing. Wait a second here. It's, it's very Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. Uh, yeah, a bit, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was good. Let's let's move on because if we if we seriously did twenty more minutes, that's the last anyone will ever hear of us.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I I'm afraid you know. I, I hope that you're all listening to this in w- waterproof speakers inside a cold shower because I'm sure the ass man already got you all, <laughs> all heated up, uh-huh. uh, especially if you were walking behind him as we, uh, yes, were indeed. uh but yes, indeed. Like I wanted to talk about something else. Uh, this is actually how I thought we would start the show, but Hey, you know, uh, with all those things about plans and you know, if you want to make God laugh or whatever, uh, So poetic. Yeah. So so, anyway, there's an interesting thing that's that's been popping up that I've seen on the social media uh, that I want to address. We've talked a little bit in the past about this movie, uh, The Birds of Prey, uh, something, something, other collection of words, Harley Quinn. You know, that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that's the official title. Uh, I think,
1: or or the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I want to say it's
2: Fantabulous Emancipation. Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Of One yep. Harley Quinn. Uh, so that's the, I believe that is the full title. Um, mm. uh, we've talked about the movie a little bit before. Uh, I'm hoping it's an early Oscar contender uh, based on the precedent of Joker. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's a thing that came up online that I just... It feels like a troll, obviously, when i when I say it, but then it's still even with the idea that it it's a troll, I really still have to address this. There was a guy who came out and it was getting a lot of retweet. I'm not going to read it exactly. I'm not going to give this guy credit. This guy doesn't need more clicks. But like his okay. point was this movie is going to tank because the women in it aren't hot. Like the, this is made for like women, and they took these characters that were hot. And now they're not hot. And I really, I just wanted to take a minute to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the
1: fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard for several reasons. What What are we going to attack first? The fact that he's wrong or the fact that he's a douchebag?
2: Uh, well, he's a douchebag. I don't, do we okay. need to say more about that? That's pretty clear. We just,
1: the, okay, that's yeah. just taken.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, we can come back around to that if we need to. Let's just acknowledge. Guy's obviously a douchebag. He's writing this. But like, no, I was, you know honestly offended more uh you know by the idea that these women aren't hot like
1: yeah here's the thing like we also beside I like, the point I like by the, the way of, just,
2: of myself well, go ahead just want to say as a disclaimer beside the point if they weren't it would be fine that's not like but like
1: it's just yeah, also Here's the thing is like they, they are traditionally good looking they're traditionally good looking movie stars that's the whole thing—that's the whole thing about them. Yeah. Like there's so much. There's so many more things about them, but they're traditionally oh, good-looking I, humans. I should point out he—he he used a GIF
2: of Harley Quinn from the trailer when she's eating the Cheese Whiz, like uh-huh. just leaning back and and use that as the example of her not looking hot. And look, that's it, b-
1: insane. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know I had that kink until I saw that. I learned a lot of kinks that I have from that trailer. <laughs> I mean, I also. No, I mean, it's it's first of all okay. Let's just say, it's it is weird to talk about the way people are good looking or aren't good. Looking. It's just weird to talk about the way people look because it really is a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and like. I don't Why know. Else I, find, here? I actually kind of find the whole thing off putting. I've actually, I don't, I make it a point not to tell someone that they look like someone famous unless that person is famously good looking because yeah. you don't know how they'll take it. You know sure. what I mean? Because what? I, I find myself thinking like being like attracted to people who might not be so traditionally good looking or aren't aren't someone that's known as a good looking famous person or whatever and for whatever reason I don't get it but if I see someone like that I don't want to say you look like this person and then they have a horrified look and I say oh no I think that person's really really good looking it just becomes yeah it, be- it becomes insulting and it's stupid and it's kind of pointless anyway it's like who gives a shit that person looks like them not a, like, not a famous person or whatever it's all yeah. the whole thing is weird and off putting to me but then but then you, good point. Thanks for bringing this up because I didn't know about this. The people in that movie, well, okay, so, all of them are so
2: ridiculously good looking. And Let's just be clear because we are two bearded white guys doing a podcast, and I sure. openly acknowledging that to start. But also, as it, just an added like, le- this isn't you know uh, equity by any chance, but just to try to uh, uh, make it just clear uh, where I stand. I'm including you and McGregor in this discussion. Like, that man 100%, in that suit. Like, absolutely. Yeah, everyone in that trailer looks sexy. Like, I don't know what yes. you're talking about. Like, uh, but no, I mean, look, like, if you want to understand the type of woman I'm attracted to in general, it is Mary Elizabeth Winstead in that trailer. <laughs> like, that's just every woman that I've the, dated. The
1: point is, like, yeah, like, they, these, um... People who tend to draw and ink comic books draw ladies like this, Mm -hmm. and they just took that and put it on a screen with real life people that look like that so what the hell is this guy talking he's just trolling he's yeah. just trolling and now and now but, we're talking about his fucking troll
2: but yeah no and so a work. and that's what why i'm the po- not it's such a pointless troll yeah. what are yeah. you even doing yeah uh but no so like first of all yeah but just that look of mary elizabeth winstead like jeans leather jacket surly that's pretty much <laughs> just my type <laughs> you can hear the laughing in the background <laughs> um sure yeah, but, like, first of all, so I definitely find that hot. But then, uh, like, you're telling me... Uh, to Like, Molly and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. Like, Margot Robbie was hot as Tanya Harding. Like, the idea that yeah, she's not yeah. hot in this outfit, like, in these outfits that are all just, like, various, like, ridiculous, like, brightly colored costumes. I also... It pisses me off, too, because there's just this, like... The idea, like to reverse engineer what the guy was saying, you know, he's trying to make a point to say like, this is some like feminist like agenda, uh, which is also funny because this is DC Comics that just made Joker, which like, <laughs> you uh-huh. know, uh, was its Oh, and I'm saying there's it's room so, for every it's so type dumb. of movie. And like D-
1: the be- the best thing DC Comics has had going for it in the past ten years is Gail Simone,
2: right. Yeah, but the other thing is, like, I honestly would argue you don't understand the character of Harley Quinn or her history to think that anything that's happening, so based on what we've seen in the trailer, isn't exactly what the origins of this character were. Like, she was created for Batman the Animated Series. Uh, She started out very similar to how she started out in Suicide Squad, where the idea was she was the Joker's girlfriend and he was abusive towards her. Uh, it was obviously a cartoon, so it was, and Jared Leto wasn't involved in it, so it was less upsetting. Yeah.
1: Well, no. They, I mean, go back. Go back even further. She was his therapist at Arkham, and he yeah. broke
2: her. Yeah, and
1: kind of like mind controlled her. He didn't. Yeah. I don't remember her being dumped into a random green vat.
2: No, no. The idea was, but yeah, that she, yeah, she was a therapist. He, she, she and was, she he got was in manipulated
1: her head into being what, his partner in crime, which and is also love interest.
2: Which is also like fifty percent of Joker stories are about him getting in someone's head and getting them to yeah, do something totally. he wants them to do. Maybe more. Right. That might be a a modest estimate. But yeah, so first of all, so she's presented that way. And there's like maybe a few episodes of that. of She's just like his, uh, his sidekick. Like, it's I, I've seen that the um, Paul Dini who created her has described he said he wanted like a punch and Judy uh, relationship. That's what he was going for. The idea was mm-hmm. that she was his girlfriend and maybe she was actually funnier and more charming than him and that was like the tension you know it was like okay. yeah, maybe yeah. the henchmen laughed at her jokes a little bit more sincerely than they laughed at his kind of thing right but then very early like one of the first episodes with her explores the idea of she leaves the joker to go and like run like she's committing crimes on her own and then she crosses paths with poison ivy and then they team up and it's sort that's of right, like yeah. but that's like maybe her third appearance. I'm doing this from memory, but it's very early in, like... Okay. And she was created for the show. She didn't exist in the comics before the TV show. Right. So her source material of where she was created very early on explored the idea of Harley, like, leaves the Joker and goes out on her own with a woman or a group of women. To mm-hmm. like, which, When I see the trailer for this movie, that's what I think of is that episode. And yeah, literally, in episode. that episode, there's a part where... Uh, like a a car full of rowdy men are like catcalling to them and she takes out a bazooka and fires it at them, which I think of every time at the end of the trailer, when they throw their grenade at the car behind them, like it feels like that's, I look, I'm going to say a reference. I understand that Todd Phillips fans have defined a reference as literally the exact same shot that was in the previous movie, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I found it to be a reference. Uh, But, uh, like and also in that episode, she's dressing differently. She's not wearing the clown get up. She's wearing her own clothes.
1: Which, That's right. Yeah. Which I is like a t shirt and her and um yeah. And her and Poison Ivy are just they become roommates and they're just yeah. hanging around her apartment in like oversized shirts. Yeah. Just like lounging around figuring out what they're gonna do next. I remember that. Yeah. I think they even correct me if I'm wrong. Did they order a pizza at some point and I wanted, then, like, fuck with the delivery guy? <laughs> that sounds right. That that also sounds like the the plot of Jay
2: and Silent Bob Strike Back. But I think oh, okay. that that, was, that sounds like that was also in this episode. It's been a while. I Like I yeah, said, I'm doing I this from like memory. Instead of
1: paying him, they kind of scared him away or something Probably get a free pizza. I don't yeah. know. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. Source material. I don't... Uh, why can't we have good things? Why do... Why do... We do this show, yeah. and we talk about this crap all the time, on and off the air. We love it. How come we can do it and not be complete jerk offs about it? <laughs> I, I don't. Maybe someone would disagree that we're <laughs> we're not. But. Maybe like we're definitely insufferable and we're idiots, but yeah. I don't think we're I don't think we're assholes about it. because I hope we not. Want, we want to like things. Well, but
2: also like yeah, I I love this character. I love Batman. I love the world. Like, but the, to me, like I, all I've ever thought you know, when I've seen this trailer is like, oh yeah, this is the next step. And it makes sense like with what they presented in Suicide Squad. And again, like she was dressed a certain way in Suicide Squad. She wore like little short shorts and fishnets and a shirt that fucking said daddy's a little monster. I, I think it's pretty clear that those clothes were picked out by the Joker. Like it would honestly be weird if she was still dressing like that in the movie that's about them breaking up and her striking out on her own to me, like everything I've seen her wear again, to go back, she looks fantastic in all of it, but also yeah. like it just makes sense for her of like, she's exploring other types of outlandish clothing choices <laughs> in order to find the look that's hers after a breakup. Like this is, that's just fucking storytelling. Like, I don't understand what, like, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it pointedly. I think this guy is a troll, but literally like you're a fake geek guy. Like if you fucking feel this way, like you, you're not a fan of this character or this world. Like, because if you were, you'd understand that what they're doing is exactly what you should do with this character and what has been done with this character.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a weeaboo to me. (sighs) Weeaboo and sell.
2: You know what? I'm realizing now we should have stayed with the ass. Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was really happy before. I know. And then we got ass man. Ass man made me happy. This shit just pisses me off. And like, I, you know, it's one. You, you, of course you're entitled to your opinion. And if you actually have one and have one to back up, then by all means, I'll, I'll listen. If, the, the, you, know, if you can validate it in some way, shape or form, just say some horse shit. And they're all saying horse shit. It was the same thing. It was the same thing asking people their criticisms of The Last Jedi was no one could say exactly what it was. Like, what did you not like? And there were things that were really, really specific. And you're like, okay, well, that's just one or or two or three things that happened. But first of all, tell me why you didn't like it. But also broaden that a little bit. Like, why didn't you – why do you think that was a bad choice? And you find that a lot with these movies – of Like, what what was it that you didn't like about it? And I just didn't like it. Okay, I'm not making you like it. I'm just curious why you didn't like it. And it always comes out as some sort of horse shit like this. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. Like,
2: also, <laughs> you don't need to jerk off to every movie. I don't <laughs> know. Like, you really
1: don't. I yeah. promise you don't.
2: Look, you already got Thanos in Infinity War. So I don't know yeah.
1: what else you need. Like, I haven't jerked off to several movies. A there lead. are. I, I want, I'm just going to use the term several. Mm-hmm. I have not cranked down during several movies that I've watched in the privacy of my own home. Would you like to give give us one, if you don't mind? A movie I haven't cranked down to? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Shit, I just lied to you. I know. I was like, think of one. let me I think wasn't, of one. You know, I was I could like, tell by the look on your face, yeah, I knew
2: you didn't on. believe me. Yeah, I feel really bad lying to you. Like you didn't address your master and commander during that.
1: <laughs> M A S T U R, am I right? It's <laughs> really stupid. Oh, man. Um, Shawshank. Never cranked down during Shawshank.
2: I wish I could tell you that Lars never jerked off during Shawshank. <laughs> I miss cranking. I don't know what that Lars was shirking off to. <laughs> I like to Christ. imagine.
1: <laughs> Actually, I've seen that movie so many times. I don't even know if that's fair. I, I'm going there's There are several. Just trust me that there are several. Every time you come, do you just go, I miss Andy? Oh my God. Did he just ask me about climaxing? <laughs> uh, come on. When that warden says
2: fuzzy britches, I think we all feel Right, a be- way. right
1: before I finish, I say, <laughs> he's going to have himself an accident.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> I think that actually broke me. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: I don't remember. No, Band of Brothers is a TV show. Also, that would be another lie.
2: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> question everything. Oh man, I have tears in my eyes.
0: I'm an nice ass man. Yeah, I'm an nice ass man.
1: Spider-Man one. 3
2: that i believe okay
0: <laughs> hobo radio is a production of hobotrashcan.com if you enjoyed the show please rate or review it on itunes hear more great shows on the peak sloth podcast network like this one
2: we have to ask it's a podcast where we answer the question are you gonna eat that what will you leave behind why get out of bed will you be our neighbor I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite universes. We, we have, have to, to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peeksloth.com.